Run the million dollars that day, and Gunson's day with 42,000 people cheering to, to a man at the home turn. Those are moving things that have never moved from my mind. Still on time. All shot, all shot, trying hard, but the great Ray guns in in front. He's too good. What a champion! All of a sudden, the margin just sort of went like kaboom. In after a chain, imposing stopping, dulcifies one by a minute, and that's the way he might win the Melbourne Cup. Dulcified by six lengths to Chivalry. He was unbeatable, and Kingston Town's gone on to win by four lengths. He powered the line. Kingston Town wearing him down. He'll win the million dollar. He was never losing ground, he was holding his own. When Kingston Town can't win. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. He must have yet the chance. Frozen took the lead off, Kingston Town swapping them. What a run, Kingston Town wins to the next to Frozen. I might turn myself on too. There we go. I did turn myself on watching that video. Uh, <laughs> uh, some of the great Cox Plate moments... Of uh, of all time, there of Kingston Town Kingston. three. I get goosebumps watching the Kingston Town ones. What's what um, got some great horses that have yeah, won this race? Gunsin, so yeah, Gunsin, Farlap, Dulcify, Might and Power. Yeah, so Winx, he thinks won it twice before he turned. Sunline, yeah, Sunline twice. Uh, yeah, Winks obviously Saintly. four times. Saintly, Northerly twice as well. Northerly, um, incredible. Uh, one of my favourite races. I know yeah. it last week. It's unreal, isn't Doncaster it? and the Cox Plate. I, I just love them. Uh, you ever been to a Cox Plate, Dougie? No, it's on the it's on the bucket list. Yeah, we talked about this year, but obviously there's uh, no one's allowed into Melbourne. So I've been to a couple. Yeah, I need to do that. That's uh, that's top of the list. I think, especially now the carnival do the Friday night. It's not the same. It's, the Cup's still a highlight for me. Yeah, um, love going to the Cup. But yeah. uh, Cox Plate Day is also another great day to yeah. be out at the track. I've always just uh, I've always wanted just to, yeah that the full house Mooney Valley like the cauldron. I think you're going to knock it down soon at some yes. point. So I do want to do that maybe next year. Put it on the club, the list for next year. We'll try yes. again when um, yeah, it's brilliant. everything's a bit easier. But, um, yeah, you can see that full promo shared on our page. It's uh, an old TVN pro. The old now defunct TVN did that. It was yeah. a, a great promo there. Um, and as such, because uh, we have agreed we're going to kick off with Melbourne this week because yes. it's by far the better racing. And uh, it's some exciting racing as well. Rain on the way, though, Beaver. It's uh, currently good for, but I believe there's about 40 mil coming to Salvador tonight yep. and 20 tomorrow. So wet trackers, unfortunately, because um, I might have declared a few if the track was a bit better. But we'll see how we go. Uh, rail in the true after being out tonight. I believe it's going to be four metres tonight. I wouldn't think that would go to seven. No. Uh, on a group one night. No, no, no. It's... Uh, I'm going to true one in... Th- True both days. Well, there you go. Okay. So I'm tipping by the 20th race tomorrow, they're going to be coming down the outside on a wet track. Yep. Uh, that's how I've approached it. Any any objection there? Or you? Oh, no objection there, mate. I think it's, uh, you know, it's a shame it's going to probably be a wet track. Yeah. Um, and that'll change potentially some... Some of our views uh, Probably a, a knock throughout on, the day, I guess. I'd say it's a bit of a knock on the, the confidence because I... I might have declared a queen at one point, but I've changed my mind now. Yes. Uh, anyway, let's get into the card itself. As we said, rail true, wet track we're predicting. First is the 955 dash. Um, I'm going to – I'll kick off this week and say that the favourite we're winning this ancestry is just flying. Yep. 
Uh, loves these tight circuits. Loves being able to greyhound wets, no problem. They will back uh, Jungle Edge because they always do when it, if it gets heavy. Yep. But uh, I think Ancestry can uh, cross straight across, take the lead, and be too good. Um, what as price do you reckon? Uh, if they're back, but I reckon you get better than even money. I'm actually, yeah. Uh, wow. Because they'll back it's a Jungle Edge. Is Jungle Edge still in? Yeah, Jungle yep. Edge is in. 62 kilos, $4.50 at the moment. Uh, Ancestry, $1.60. Yep. Uh, uh, I would, yeah. let's be realistic, I'd probably take $1.85. Yeah. Um, if you yeah, got that, I think you'd be doing really well. Because Ancestry does have good... Wet form as well, right? Yeah, that's right. So and, and it's one, two out of three. Really loves heavy um, being able to greyhound. Soft. So yeah. obviously Cranbourne, it, it railed up and ran around there and Valley Caulfield sort of suited it and uh, it's just flying. And he's come back a better horse and it went out. Yep. And um, I'm not going to say much more about this race. All right. Both of us. Race one, number two, Ancestry. Did you have a look at the two-year-old race or you just passed it by? I I. Did have a look at it, but I just can't tip anything with a wet track and um, no form. Yeah. Uh, so you probably just got to look for if some money comes for anything and, and be on the mark. And uh, if, you, if you're desperate to have a bet, back, back, a, back one and save on another it would be yeah, my... Yeah, um, big, big field. It's... Uh, my view? Yeah, yeah that's the way. I, I just said too hard, particularly Melbourne. I actually can, in Sydney at least, you can have a bit of an opinion because all, they all have to publicly trial. Yes, but, that's um, right. We've talked about that before as well. Let's head to the third, though, the Red Anchor for the Phillies. Group three, if you're coming through the SWATSAT form lines, any confidence? Uh, possibly similar boat to the race before. Um, not a lot of confidence here. Not a lot of horses with uh, a lot of wet form, uh, which again makes it pretty hard to really line these up in this type of race. Look, if I was if I was going to have a play around, I'd be looking for something like Rock the Ring, number three. Okay. About the, it's double-figure odds, but um, it's from the Hayes, Davenig Stable, um, resuming, has got some form on softer growing, uh, which is pretty good, plays both times. So, you know, probably, probably going wide there, but uh, again, hard to line up. Uh, I I'm going to back Bella Nipotina here. Yeah, uh, uh, wet's okay, um, but uh, as I said, I, I thought it would run well behind Swatsat, and it did last start before that. Sat wide at the Valley, and uh, you can't do three wide outside Pippi and expect to run on. Back to a bit of a week. I know a couple of these uh, have formed through Swatsat, who's flying and obviously September run. Um, so actually, can line the form quite easily. I think Bella Nipotina can potentially get an early rail here and. Uh, kick away and be very hard to run down. So race three, number seven, Bella Nipotina for me. Maybe the Quinella for us there, mate. Yeah, that's uh, uh Yeah, definitely. Uh, the fourth is the Lexus Phillies Classic over the mile. Uh, bit of a drop in grade from the the last few Phillies group ones we've been looking at. But yep. uh, are, you, are you thinking the South Australia filly here or going elsewhere? No, I am thinking that. I thought its last run was pretty good. Uh, getting up to the right distance now. Shouldn't have any trouble uh, with the track. It'll be... It's drawn wide, which means it can get out into clear air, um, which has struggled with uh, getting any in the last few starts. was pretty good last start. Yeah. Um, and I expect this to be winning um, this race. Okay, excellent. Uh, I probably want to bit more of a price but I might be greedy there 
Uh, I thought the one I'm going to spec though is Miss In Between. Again, I, I'd be more confident on a dry Mooney Valley. Yeah. Um, but. It matched motives of embolism last week and brain the rest of the field, comes back to Philly's grade, has had the run over the mile and uh, I thought would roll forward and just give a, give them something to chase again. If the fence is already off by this stage, I'm probably gonna you probably get a bigger price than thirteen dollars, but just as an each way play, I thought that is where I would look. Who's the trainer? Uh M. Mihan. It's uh, Gary's brother from Mastership. Oh right, okay. I made that up, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um Good question, <laughs> but she has been running well uh, in between, so I just, again, in a tricky race, uh, and I just have a, something about ecumenical in those weaker memorial races where it should have run better, maybe I'm just talking through my kick, um, and then the obvious danger outside, that's Thermosphere, who I would have backed if it had had to come to Sydney. Yeah, you got to right. It was instant celebrity. It was 1,100, just not. Yeah, so yeah, so start. I, I understand why it's favourite. I just don't want to back it. Uh, but could, by that stage, like we're looking thirteen races into a wet track, and gate ten might be where you want to be. Oh, probably. So yeah, no, uh, wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. We get the older mares over the same distance in race five. The Solu- Power Flow Solutions Stakes, graceful glamour down there. We see Sovereign Award as favourite. Um, are you having going to have a bet here? Probably. What do you like? It's going to sound like a bragging record. Uh, I would be super keen on Graceful Glamour if it was dry. Yeah. Uh, for all the reasons, right gate to roll across, lead, lead around Randwick, and um, Ren got back to her best uh, when she just got nutted by Emeralds two weeks back. Now it is wet. I think the favourite's probably a moral. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Sovereign Award gets a drop on it now. Um, can just sit right on its back and let's and get past it in a straight. Now we're in probably Graceful Glamour needs that rail and yeah. it's not going to be the place to be. does have good wet form. So, wet to tick. Beat a pretty good horse, Fabric class. Though. That's right. And and there's some other good horses in that race. Yeah, uh, and this isn't a, this isn't an overly strong field. No, I, I thought, like I said, that's... And just looking now, Graceful... I think the 370 Sovereign World is a good price right now. Yeah, it is a good price. I think it'll win. Parody... Epileptic was a wet tracker. I've dubious about it in the wet. Yeah, it's had a... It, did have one start in the heavy back, and it ran behind six. Uh, Colette, that was Colette back in the Adrian Knox. Yeah. That was actually. Um, I would actually forgive that run because it was an end of prep run. That's right. Uh, so. And I've been with Parody this first year. I just think Sovereign Awards flying. Yep. And just has to sit. We'll just has to get past the leader yeah. to win this. Exactly. Parody ran a good uh, race behind Sovereign Award last start, only beaten less than a length, I think. So. Certainly, certainly not without a chance, but um, I'm quite surprised that Sovereign Award isn't a little bit shorter than that. Yeah, honest. yep. Uh, I think, yeah, I think largely that's the percentage taken up by Grace or Glamour, which, if it is wet, is probably 20% of the market I don't want to play with, uh, which is ironic given if it was bone dry, I would be almost declaring it. Yep. Um, so, so I don't think I've helped anyone there. So final oh, yeah. word is sovereign award. Sovereign, sovereign award, award is what yeah, we're saying. Both agreeing. Yeah. Number three sovereign award in that race. The drum and gold vase from the Cox Plate start for the three year olds group two, and um, I I envisage you tipping something here immoral. And are you going to do that? Uh look. I thought until you know Young Werther's last start was outstanding. It was absolutely butchered. Um. 
it looks it looks set to win a race like this. Uh, the wet track is you know is probably the big question mark here. I'm just going to take the opinion that the NZ in brackets next to its name, the uh, Kiwi Tavistock breeding should get it through. It generally is a recipe for yeah. success within the wet. Um, and I thought it's the obvious. Hasn't really been over bet. I thought it might have been a little bit shorter. Yeah. Um, so two thirty, maybe, maybe that's rock bottom. Yeah, I think that's probably rock bottom. I think it probably looks to be the horse to beat. Uh, Cherry Tortoni has form on the on the softer going, but two thousand meters. I'm not convinced. Disappointed in Sydney. Yeah, I think so. I know it's now it gets to bring its Sydney form down, but I. I thought it was I expected better. I did expect better, but I think that might have been a victim of the 2000, and it's at 2000 again. Yeah. Um, in this, look, I all its form in the winter was was, was soft tracks, and uh, but it was six fourteen, sixteen hundred. 1600. Um, so yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure the 2000. It can really run a strong 2000. Yep. Yeah, that's right. A young word that has the 1800 meter runners tick to it. Um, I tend to think I follow the belief that um, you need an 1800 meter run. For yes. a 2,000 metre race, and same when I talk about the 2,400 metre run for 2,400 metre runs. Yes. And I think that's a tick there, and I guess you've got to then admit that uh, Quay Quay beat at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think Quay Quay is the main danger. Yeah. I'm happy to probably uh, leave Cherry Tortoni out and uh, look at Quay Quay and um, Luna Fox is uh, certainly a horse that uh, could surprise. Yep. Um, yeah, but probably a longer tail there than... Yeah, it doesn't, other look, races. doesn't look like a strong race, which is why Young Werther just looks super hard to beat. Yep. Race 7, the Crystal Mile, a uh, pretty uninspiring group too, I would have thought. Wait yeah. for age. Yeah. Um, tricky, I, I, I struggled with this race. I end up just on spec, I'm going to tip um, Olmedo, the Chris Waller horse. Uh, J-Mac on the two trials has been okay. Had one run in autumn, I guess it was a tick over run off the plane. Now first up in off the back of a full Australian prep, uh, in that it was a heavy track and it did drop out, but it was was not knocked around at all in that um, first up run. And I'm just thinking, there's nothing else here I want to really touch. Um, if Holmes in one first up, it wouldn't surprise me. The rest of it is, are any of them going any good? No, I I did I did the same. I came yeah. up with exactly the same analysis. Uh, funnily enough, I thought Almeida might be the knockout chance here. Um, certainly only had the one start last prep, so something wasn't was a miss there. Yeah. Um, first up again over the longer distance. Um, probably. I'm just. What are, they set, what are they setting it for? Well, I'm reading between the lines in that he could have sent this horse, and he could have kept this horse actually in Sydney. Yeah. Against the whackers that we're going to talk about in about 20 minutes time. Yeah. And uh, he sent it down for a group two, and uh, and has J Mac engaged. So I yeah. think that there is intent there. Yeah, and a I'm bit of confidence. Read, yeah, I'm just I reading. Thought, I thought the main danger was probably Dr. Drill. Mm-hmm. I think it probably, that's about the $8 mark would be the thing that I would probably save on um, outside of Almeida. Yeah. Uh, I, I, if I'm not backing that, I, I'll either watch it. Possibly Chief Ironside might be the other one. But can, you both, I'd go for me. it. No, that's right. So, you, yeah. That's just for the sake of having a bet. Having a bet, so yeah, no, I'll meet her for me. Safe on Doctor Drill. Yep, no, and uh, Doctor Drill actually's been been going going well. Um, at least coming through well, what is on paper, supposedly the Corford Cup lead ups. All right, we get to the 
Mooney Valley Gold Cup over the 2,500 metres. This could be a slog by this time of day. Oh, yeah. And... What do you got for me? I am going to tip sound, number seven. Mark Zara, I think it's flying this prep. Uh, just their second decredence here by nose, not far off Persan. Was in what price is it? Uh, Six fifty. Uh, I thought in a race where I don't want to tip anything, that was the one for me. Apart from potentially having something on Salino for all the same reasons, I would back the horse in the previous race. Chris Waller first up off the plane. Um, might just better than this. I know Polly Gray's got good wet track stuff down the bottom there, but apart from that, it, I was not excited by this race at all. What about it's, you? It's it's a bit like that in the day. Um, they're not overly exciting races to get you there, other than the Cox Plate. Mm. Look, I think the top two are the, the 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 two main chances. I can't see anything outside of shared ambition and sound uh, winning this race. Uh, that form in the last. Uh, at their last start was probably better than anything else in here. You've got Hush Rider and Horse Light coming out of Newcastle Cups. Um, again, yeah, shared, shared ambition, probably had ambitions of being in the Melbourne Cup yep. this year. Could this be a day where J-Mac just goes out and rides five winners? Could be. Because they're not, I don't know, they're not favourites, but that's, but like really, he's on half chances here and there and he probably has a length on most of the Melbourne jockeys. Some of these are probably due respect. Horses like Shed Ambition and Sound are probably a little bit better priced than what they should be mm. at this point in time. Um, they both handle the wet ground. They both, last start, were both pretty good. Uh, two lengths behind, Within two lengths of Passan, I wonder what price Passan would be in this race. Um, uh, he would be about $1.85. Yeah. And Shed, Shed Ambition probably Chills had can. Melbourne Cup uh, ambitions, as we said. So, look, I... I can't really split the top two. If I had to go one way, I'd probably just go sound on the basis that it's 550, beat home shared ambition last start, um, and should should be hard to beat again. Gets yep. a slight kilo pulling the weight, so that's probably which way I'd go. Now, we've rushed through the first, the rest of the card probably to get the main event because I think it's an intriguing race and one that um, I thought we're probably better off just back having... relax, mate. Yeah, I know. Just see that? I just put it back in there. Laid back a bit here and just thought, well, we might actually have a chance to just discuss some runners rather than really rubber stamp anything. You, as opposed to some of the group ones I've been super keen on, it's it's more intriguing than that, I thought. This um, is very intriguing. Wet track is a concern for me for some of them as well. Yep. Um, do you want to, where did you start? Do you have a starting point or do you want to? Oh, mate, I'm happy for you to okay. lead the way. Uh, thanks. All right, what so I'll say let's, first... Let's, let's no. analyse them one by one, well, mate. Okay, um, let's do that. favourite, Russian Camelot. Uh, wet Tracker. It runs as good at... This is, I'll, I'll throw Arcadia Queen in this discussion because the notes I had and what I'd sort of thought... Your starting point here is you've got Russian Camelot who started $1.50 yep. against Arcadia Queen. Arcadia Queen did beat it pretty soundly and I thought, I believe that to be probably their talent no level. No tempo. No tempo, but... Uh, there's going to be tempo. To, is it going to be tempo tomorrow? Um, so I thought I took that as face value. Is if this was a good for, I'll be declaring Arcadia Queen. I think it ha- it's had problems with its feet the last two years. It was glue on shoes off, all that sort of thing off, and it brained him last start. Now I'm concerned because Russian Camelot's best figures, it can run as well as it can in wet as it does on the dry. Yeah. So that levels a playing field there. So. <laughs> the answer is probably a pineapple for me. There, just 
I'm probably leaning back to Camelot in a slower run race. Colding is flying. His last two wins were very dominant. Can't go in the wet. So I left that out. Uh, again, so just, though, just back to Russian Camelot while yeah. we're talking about it. I kind of, I was kind of looking to go away from Russian Camelot, and the more I've looked at this, I've gone. Now the wet tracks come. It's drawn wide. That was a bit of a concern, but this time of the day, it's probably going to be okay. Hopefully, a little bit of pace on. Yeah, but I kind of align its form up and the way that it's been prepared for this race, similar to Classic Legend. Mm-hmm. So if we if we go back and look at Cl- Classic Legend was brilliant. The next start, race wasn't run to suit. Hit the front early, like Russian Camelot last start. Yep. Um, no tempo, and then you know, an average not horse about like for the grand Liber- final. Not average, but Libertini. Yeah, it didn't do anything. Um, so you're saying this is grand final day? I'm saying this is grand final day. I'm saying that the race won't go to plan as it was did last start for a horse like Arcadia Queen. Just just get the sit and sprint. And while it looked like it beat it pretty easy, let's look at how Libertini Libertini went past Classic Legend yep. last start. But Classic Legend, there's also that, that factor it had, of it, it had another gear, and I still think this horse has got a gear. Yeah, and, it just and, didn't and use it last like Classic, and potentially you're right here. If Camelot, as soon as it went past, they didn't try. They weren't. Nah. They weren't trying to ride the ears off it to catch nah. up. It was okay. We'll see in two weeks. I like, could see that narrative, and I th- like I said, I think the the wet suits Camelot. Like more. you think if. Camelot wins that race at a dollar fifty. What price is it here? Two seventy. Yeah, I half. I reckon half. I reckon less. Yeah, because I reckon if it beats Arcadia, Arcadia oh, if if you if it, if it won that race by two lengths, it starts even money again. Yeah. Uh, and and Arcadia Queen's probably about ten to one. So, and and it wasn't a race run to suits. So yeah, no, I'm that's just, fine. I, I respect absolutely, and I think the rain suits. 15 because 15 yeah i know i'm a i always spruik wide barriers and i quite like them but not at mooney valley necessarily yeah and not when i don't quite know what the plan will be because i wouldn't yeah. want him going right Story back to last comes into 14 right because magic and magic ones out. out that's right so having said all that you're ticking russian camelot i'm i'm, I'm tipping it as a massive chance yes massive chance um okay let's ask about like i said we'll go armory? quickly uh armory I had Ar- Armory and uh, Sir Dragoness sort of tied to each other through the magical form and and Buckhurst, who I guess gets a run now, who we've got to actually consider. Um, I had Sir Dragonet in the wet as the best of the international chances um, on its finish near Anthony Van Dyke, but those two are probably closer tied together than than I've given credit for, and it is Aidan O'Brien is... Van Mellum in the market obviously says it's the best of the internationals. Yes. Um, so I have to respect that. Their heavies over there are much heavier than what Mooney Valley will be tomorrow. They end yep. up on, you know, bogless cow paddocks and still go around. So you've got to say they're soft and heavy form. Uh, like they were saying last weekend, the Van Dyke couldn't go in the wet at all and it, you saw what it did on a soft track. So yes. I'm saying both it and Sir Dragon A, genuine chances. Um, Absolutely. Which I if we, I'll probably do a top four at the end just to say here how I'm thinking, and they will both probably be in it. Yep. Um, as I said, colding if it was dry, I would be really keen to have something on it each way. Probably where's it at? Massive chance. Yeah. Massive chance. Is it the forgotten horsing? I think so. Because I, I dominant in a Doncaster three wide Doncaster dominant before that. Last time two thousand was on the heavy, and it. Uh, was ridden to beat, shout the uh, ridden to beat Funstar in that 
and chat the bar got them both. Yes. Heavy, no problem. I'm oh, sorry, that? the heavy was, they went to the Oaks, which it probably didn't stay at 24, yes. but also end of a long three-year-old prep, so you can forgive that. Kiwi yes. breeding, as I said, is not an issue. But its soft it form is very good. Ten starts, exactly. four wins, yeah. five seconds. So I think it's a, and gets a soft run, gate two, probably his third defence and a fanning, it'll be a fanning field. Yeah. Could potentially just peel straight off uh, Grand Slam's back and, and might just be the forgotten horse. As long as the inside is not that bad. Yeah, that's right. Um, is it? Yeah, it's definitely. We know it. We know it can hit the line hard. Yeah, like last start, it sat three wide and sat on the pace. Um, it's definitely in very good order. Look, and Karen, big jockeys for big days. Have a bill, have a bill handed the yeah, no, um, no, no problem at all with the wet. With the wet, didn't yeah. It? Yeah. So, look, for me, for me, it's probably my second pick. Mm-hmm. To be honest, um, I think it's yeah. Definitely, definitely a, a really, really, really good chance. Um, the three-year-old Grand Slam, I think they always run well here. I think it probably rolls forward in the lead. And again, drier track, I'd probably have a ticket on to place in the heavy, less enthusiastic, no and chance. probably it's just the bunny here. No chance. And there. the three tied to each other, well, not so much tied to the three Sydney horses. So Master of Wine, you're done with? Master of Wine's done. Done. So Mugger 2 and Fierce Impact are probably the other two I'll ask you about. Yeah, Mugger 2, just don't think it's up. It's got good wet form, mm-hmm. uh, which will certainly help it here. Just don't think it's up to this class. Yep. Uh, Fierce Impact, I, th- I think it's a real good knockout chance. Yeah. I'd have Fierce Impact um, certainly in my exotics. Again, drawn out wide, which will suit. Uh, hopefully it'll come across, get a bit of a, a sit on the pace. Um, it beat Russian Camelot a few starts back if we yeah. remember correctly it's got great uh, soft form uh, I, yeah I, I, th- I really think this is you know last start Go, I think goes better in Melbourne well, way last too. start was absolute you know one of the worst rides ever it was sitting way back yeah. too far back yeah, um, behind Colding never given it a chance so look certainly certainly um, at long odds around the $30 mark uh yeah, I wouldn't be afraid to throw a few mm-hmm. bucks on. And last one, I'll just ask about the French horse, Aspida. Any any thought there? Or? No, nothing there for me, mate. I just, yeah, just don't know that this horse will be up to this quality of field. So hard to really, for me, uh, hard to really rubber stamp anything. If I, for the interest of giving a first four, I'm going to make my bet here, or my, my picks here will be number seven, so Dragon A on top. Wet track international form from Russian Camelot, Arcadia Queen, and Probabil. But I've, I'm thinking my best result in a race. I'm actually going to probably end up being Sir Dragon and Probabil. Yep. Um, without wanting to lose on Camelot, I could. I could get. We don't know Arcadia Queen in the wet that well. Um, trialed once on a heavy. I watched that today. It got through it okay, but it's under under a grip. You can't really tell. Mm. Um. So for me, yeah, final thoughts. My best results would be seven Sir Dragon A and thirteen Probabil. How are you? Yeah, looking look, at it? I'm gonna I'm gonna put the eleven Russian Camelot on top. I uh, just think it's I just think it's the best horse in this race, and I still think that um, based on how the race might pan out and the conditions, um, they'll suit it. So I can't find a reason to go away from that. Uh, Probabil um, will be my second t- second uh, pick. Uh, third pick, Armory. Yep. I think that's going to be hard to beat. And then for my fourth pick, Fierce Impact. Excellent. Such a massive... And, and the classic legend analogy is perfect because I take talk about it all the time. 
uh, starting price in the lead up, it, it comes through time and again because mm-hmm. that's starting price essentially is your indication of what the market thinks should happen in a race, and obviously yes. that doesn't always happen in a race. And Classic Legends, the absolute perfect analogy. It started what it uh, even money against Levitini got done, but then it turned it turned the tables in the grand final. And I think it's a great analogy and a great reason when we when we throw out sort of SP or starting price in in races. It's um that's why. Yep. Yeah. So very good. Yeah, sometimes I just think these trainers are quite smart and they put horses oh, in races for runs as well. And that could have just been one of those races where it, Camelot was in that for a run. And if it won, it won, but they weren't worried about yeah. whether it won or not. Yeah, um, I, I don't think they, they would have gone home upset. They, they wouldn't have went home upset, and I think that's where the punters can get a bit fooled sometimes. I, I may as well ask you now, because uh, we didn't really discuss last Saturday at length. Would you back Russian Camelot in the Melbourne Cup, or you want to see tomorrow? I'd want to see tomorrow, but yes, I would. And, like, let's be honest, after last prep... I was going to yeah, so very quickly, Everyone Caulfield would have went, oh, Melbourne Cup winner. So very quickly, Caulfield Cup. Only the first two you even remotely interested in going to Melbourne Cup. Yeah, and you've had surprise baby for a while. Yeah, and you'll throw, but you you think Russian Camelot? I'd if it, if it if it runs really well tomorrow and dominant, I wonder whether they'll start in the cup. I'd say they so. might. I think so. They'll do. The, if it doesn't, yeah. they might go to the paddock and yeah. Have it's to certainly, worry about. it's certainly in the mould of a saintly type horse, isn't it? Yeah, and and so you think uh, one yep. of Cox Plate and Rent third. And that was on a bog track and over raced and bog and yeah would have won would have and yeah would have won probably all yeah. things being equal and if it had raced on as a five year in Australia I think would have won both again next year possibly um but that's fun speculation exactly um and just quickly Geelong Cup on Wednesday you're happy to pen that whole race oh awful so we don't need to worry about looking at any which is good I I love that because I don't have to worry about it yeah so awful. none of the things but Steel Prince can't win a Melbourne Cup and no. therefore nothing behind it you wouldn't you wouldn't think so I thought. I thought a horse like Ashrun was brave. Probably brave. thirty-two suits. I think thirty-two would suit it. It hit the line okay, but I just don't think the other ones were hitting that line hard enough to. Yeah. You know, if it was hitting it better, it would have ran over yeah. those. They were. It had its chance to as well. It, yeah. They were still, Prince gets off the canvas and wins. You sort of go, mm. and nice horse, but yeah, would be happy to own it and all that yes. sort of thing. But not the Melbourne Cup for me. No. Nah. Um, very good, and just uh, on that, we Melbourne Cup week. We've got a big week coming up. We're going to do a Sunday evening preview, I believe. Yes, uh, with a, one of the other guys. We'll get on. He's a, he was a very good judge last year for us in spring. Yep. Uh, as well as a preview for Oaks Day and a preview for the Saturday. So we'll have Derby, all four it's days of Cup week covered. So I'm going to see a lot okay. of you that week. Oh no! Yeah, I know. Um, make sure there's beer in the fridge. Yes. Um, so that's to look forward to. Uh, as well as check out Pro Group Racing website. They've got lots of news going up there, articles on uh, some, how some of their judges have approached the Melbourne Cup. More to come and uh, exciting stuff there. And uh, shout out to a few guys. Uh, Dan, who listens to us, yes, uh, enjoys the show. Uh, he can find us on Spotify and iTunes. He's yes. looking for an, somewhere to, a bit easier to watch it. When so he's we driving are, home in the car. So download us on your phone and listen on to go. Um, you can find us, show us your tips on YouTube under the Progroup Racing banner as well as on Spotify and iTunes. Plenty of exciting stuff going on as we wrap up what's been a very productive spring carnival for us. Yes, race 10. And I've spruiked for long enough, so we should talk about the last race, which yeah. um, I was putting off talking about because it's ordinary. Um, do you have a winner? I thought I don't mind La Mexicana. Oh, uh, me too. Oh, Tell us why. Look, I think, um, I think it's drawn well, gate 10. 
Uh, like the fact Jamie Carr is on board. Thought it was pretty pretty impressive on Dubu um, at Flemington. And then, look, hit the line very strongly at, at uh, Cranbourne. I ploughed uh, through the wet. Like, that and, was a heavy as well. Loved it. It yep. was a softer, heavy track. Um, one by four, one easily. And then if you go back last preparation, one pretty easy on the heavy track as well. Yep. Uh, so I think, I think the track will suit. Um, yeah, I think this might be a decent horse. I'm with you for everything you've just said. Uh, one of the, I, I, I'm against Written Beauty. Like I can't take Canterbury Wednesday form. Yeah, that's that. right. And uh, not much else really interests me in the wet. So I agree. I think it's one of the, the better bets to finish off the day there. Uh, Gate ten, Jamie Carr. Jamie Carr is actually quite a good wet jockey too. Yes. So I think we'll wrap up Cox Plate Day in style at least there. You're in charge of the quaddy. Am I down south? Did I tell you that? Yeah. Good. Um, you good. What have you got? Yeah. Okay. First leg. I am going to go. Numbers one, four, and five. Mm-hmm. In the second leg, I'm going to go. Numbers four, seven, ten. In the third leg, I'm going to go. Let's get these in order. So I had my numbers a bit all over the place, didn't I? I'm going to go numbers three, seven, nine, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about mugger too? Yeah, we did. Yep. Cool. Just move on. Yep. Keep going. And in the last, I'm going numbers one. Four, eight. Great. Beautiful. Uh, your best of the day and value on Cox Plate Day. Yep. My best of the day comes up in, which I'm not going to let you down, race six, number six, Young Werther. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my value of the day, in a day that was sort of all over the shot with value, I just went for race 10, number eight, La Mexicana. And the $5 mark. I'm going to make my best uh, ancestry, which is a bit of a cop-out, but I really struggled to stay up a, a real best. Good on you. And uh, I'm going to make my value Sir Dragon at around the $13 mark. Uh, we may as well keep going about the value. Just quickly, have you had a look tonight? It is a Group 1 Manicado uh, and some small but uh, interesting races. Uh, I had a couple. I, I think Sosie Bourne will get back in the winner's stall again. Win race four, number one. Yes, I thought Sosie Bond was hard to beat. And did you have a look at the Manicato? I did have a look at the Manicato. Uh, I'm going to go um, Diamond Effort, number mm-hmm. 10, at the $8 mark. Uh, I think it's going to be hard to beat tonight. And um, Big Jamie, tip that to me as well. Big Jamie. Big Jamie, so good on you, Jamie. Um, you're both wrong, but it's nice you did. Uh, I'm going to stick with Dirty Work. Um Flying, I think this is a weaker race. I don't, I'm not interested in trekking. I think too hard to back up from an Everest and yep. come down and run here. And I will have a say. I won't be losing if Pippi wins again because um, I thought she was quite impressive last night. Yeah, it was good. So apart from that, um, nothing yep. else for the night? Yeah, I've got race five, number eight, Human Nature. Mm. For the Hawks team? Yep. That's Great. It for me. Let's uh, head up to Sydney then. Uh, the, uh, I guess... Semi-main event is Ramwick this week. Um, 
the million dollar Bondi is on and might be the worst million dollar race I've ever seen. So kudos to Sydney Racing for that. Um, <laughs> potential thunderstorm so, on... So kind. I told Vince you should have thrown Britain in. Would have ran third in that race. Um, potential thunderstorm tomorrow afternoon. But apart from that, it's fine now. Rail's in a four metre mark, uh, which is where it was two weeks back and it played fine. Uh, I will say, last six weeks, the tracks in both states have been pretty pretty impressive. There have been no real bias. Everything's had its chance. It's been good. Uh, where did you start off at in Sydney? I didn't start off in the first. I uh, let that one go through to the keeper. Mm-hmm. Thought that uh, was a little bit hard for me. Yeah, um, I, I thought uh, Total Babe chasing Ensafar, who's obviously probably going to be a star, and at least has had the run, maybe. But I think it's got Kathy Hara on for um, Tommy, which is interesting. Yes. So yeah, leaving the first two alone largely, but yeah, that was tap highway not for me. So uh, moving along to the third race, uh, this was this was a good little uh, race. I thought there was mm-hmm. a few chances in this race. A uh, number of horses who've been run well in their last few races. Um, I thought on the lead was pretty good last start. Uh, ran second to Wild Ruler, who I think would be pretty pretty hard to beat in this. Yeah. Uh, so that's where I've gone. I couldn't work out whether on the lead was a negative, given it got so close to World Ruler, which they meant destination was no good either, or whether it's flying and, which it probably is, um, given it went down to Dowland Race 2. Um, so if you've gone there, I respect that. Stable's flying. Uh, the one I'm against is the bopper. Yep. Um, I think Black Magan's beating you up. You don't deserve to start favourite in town. Yes. Uh, and I could have something small and private cheater getting a a sole lead here in a pretty average race, to be yeah, honest. Could be a bit of a knockout. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, if, if you like on the lead, destination's basically coming through the same form line. Yep. The Filante uh, handicap over the 1,400 metres quality listed race f- is race four. Yep. Have we got a moral here? Yeah, we have. Um, you can have the pleasure of telling us about it. Yes. Yeah. Be hard to beat. The race in New South Wales map actually has it sitting... Fifth, which if it sits in front of Rainier, uh, Rainier's not going to run past it. No. It, I, I thought this horse was outstanding. Two starts back, come from near last. Mm-hmm. Um, just kept coming. Last start. Um, <laughs> down in the weights, 52 kilos. Uh, look, I just think this will be winning. Yep. Can't argue. Um, if you want a Quinella horse. And kilos, Rainier's got to give it. Jesus yeah, Christ. yeah, that's right. If you want a um, Cornella horse, Cuba, I think, can get a sole lead here and um, we'll give it something to run past back yep. up from Melbourne. But I'm not going to add much more because I think it's... Um, I don't think I made it my best, but it's probably the best bet of the day. Yes. Uh, the Tattersalls Club Cup. Now, this is um, a less than inspired... I had to go for a walk before I did this race. Once I looked at the field, I was like, I can't, couldn't bring myself to do it. Uh, over the... 2,400 metres, uh, and I feel filthy saying this because I'm going to tip Girl Tuesday. Um, this is how sick I feel about this race. But um, coming out of the, at least it comes out of a proper race because uh, we had not a lot of luck in the um, Metro, but gets Nash, and this race is, is very average. And the, and so Girl Tuesday, and I'll be having something on Knight's Order at 30s because it leads, and I don't know if anything he wants to chase it. Um, coming from Port Macquarie, 
Winona. So not a recipe for success, but if it's $34, I'll have a small each-way play there. And uh, you had any thoughts? Or you'd leave nah. it alone? Uh, look, I'll leave it alone. If if I was three sheets into the wind and... You, you may know, be. I could be. Um, and I was desperate for a bet, I'd probably have a couple of bucks on Scarlet Dream, but mm. no confidence here, mate. No. That's fair enough. The Million Dollar Bondi is the feature of the day over the 1,600-metre race. and um, Over the 600 metres, I should say. And, well, this race should fit right in at Woke Farm at 4 o'clock on a Wednesday. But uh, are you going to tip how you're going here? Man, I don't know. The interesting one was the racing New South Wales maps has Elizabeth leading Peltzer, which I couldn't work out. Yeah. And then has Acrophobic sitting leaders back, which hasn't... I know it's been drawn wide, but it hasn't done all the way through. So I thought that was confusing. Um, I would have tipped Thermosphere had it come up because at least it comes out of some proper races. Yeah. Um, doesn't really give me an answer here, though. And these all raced each other last start, right? That's what I mean. So and Peltzer last race led Jiggy Jog and won. So I just thought that's the obvious starting point. Yes. Although the extra 100, um, will that suit, not suit? Probably, yeah, look... The main danger, I think, is probably Eliza Beale. Yes, at least it comes out of a. Well, if the at least the two horses that beat at home. Yes. Have Group One form. Yeah, they go. Oh, that's right. really swamp, Yeah. Um. So it's six dollars if they go along enough and he can get the last shot at him, uh, Eliza Beale could be the. Yep. Could be the knockout here, but yeah, look, it's again, it's a pretty pretty tough race. Peltzer probably. Plus he's agoraphobic. Um. So uh, he might just, Elizabeth will probably just get to sit on the back here and try and punch out and just whether I can yep. go past the course of Peltzer's ability. I'm just, I'm not convinced at the moment, although Peltzer won last start, it didn't win with any authority. No. Um, and the previous runs before that. Yeah, if, this, if this map's right uh, and Nash is sitting leaders back in a million dollar race, I can see him just peeling straight off and le- and lifting agrophobic over the line. But um but hey, I, I can't tip that horse either. That's I, I can envisage that happening. But I, yeah, I think I think you're on the mark with Eliza Bill. Yeah. Yes. The seventh of the day though, a little bit more interesting affair, the Niverson, group three for the mares. Uh the flying Atheries in this as well as um a couple of speedy conveyances. What do you reckon here? Oh, um, really tough race again. Uh, open, really open field. I kind of liked the run of Generals last start. Uh, thought that was that, I thought that was really really impressive. Uh, looked drawn well again. Um, look, the distance will suit, and should be at its peak fitness now. So I thought Generals might be really hard to beat. That's scary because so did I. Uh, I think it's flying. Great run behind Hawbury on her, and then a great run behind Subpoena, uh, and is just flying in a race of probably out of four mares. Maybe a question mark, a strong twelve hundred a theory. Um, so I I agree with you. Generals, good good for me. Uh, seasons probably gets a perfect run. I know it's been one of yours a little bit, but out of the winner's store for a while, and yeah. uh, tricky girls flying, but. Chasing uh, in the Criteria's race last time, so but around 20s might be one if you really want something for your multiples, but yep. General's on top for both of us. Perfect. Race 8, the uh, 
benchmark 88, 1,200-metre race. Interesting race, another tough race. Uh, I, I'm i going to tip Superior again. I liked its return, had no luck. I think the dry suits, Reagan Bayless flying at the moment, and out to 1,200 metres from 1,000 suits here, and uh, any luck can get out and win this. Hilo's the other one that's flying, so will be my saver. And you're always scared when Nash gets the sole lead on a gay waterhouse horse for Yao Dash, but uh, on top, Superium and Hilo. Which way do you go here? A uh, Hilo. I think Hilo's... I, I, I think it should have won last start. Yeah, against the theory, yeah. Yeah, I just think it had no luck. Uh, and then just missed behind for two, so... Yep, just missed behind. Oh, uh, before that, yeah, I should say, uh, yeah. The start, first start. Yep. And for two's ran well uh, down in Melbourne. And, look, last start, Hilo probably should have won... Gate one probably concerns me the most. Um, just getting stuck on the yeah, fence and getting yeah. a run at the right time. This is, this is, um, yeah. I thought it should have won comfortably last start. I didn't. I th- didn't think it had a lot of luck. And I think, um, assuming there's a little bit of speed on in this, which there probably will be, it'll be super hard to beat. Great um, for me, mate. Yep, excellent. Uh, and the last, it doesn't get much easier. Sixteen hundred meter race. Um, benchmark seventy eight. I am going to put on top here. I'll have two bets in this race. Uh, Invinciano is, has been flying this prep. I know it comes from midweek stuff, but the form all around this horse it seems to be in every second race we do, and it stands up. So around the thirteen dollar mark, last I looked, Invinciano is one I will spec here. And um, I thought Vegas Jewel's been in better races than this, and has been honest. And Tommy Berry from a softer gate goes forward, potentially. Might need a bit of luck, three back the fence, but is here to run well as well. Fortress Command's got a lot of upside. Anyone I'll mention there? What about yourself? Or? No, nothing for me, mate. This no. was awful. No, it's uh, no argument with that either. Yeah, That's why I was race. happy to spec it. Um, yeah, outside of the, the favourites, a little bit skinny. Yeah. Uh, for me, at $3.10, yep. um, the fact that it gets a three kilo claim and comes into it at 54.5 probably helps, uh, but there's a lot of non winners here. Um, in a pretty open field, so I thought I'd just uh, let this one go down and go to the bar. Yeah, that's fine. Um, hopefully we'll be going to the bar when the Quaddy lobs though and pays 20 grand. Um, I've only got about 7% of it, though, because this was a tough day. Oh, man. One, one, two, one of yours that you just can't keep up with the numbers. Yeah, one, two, what's the graphic? One, two, three, eight, nine, two, four, five, seven, eight, ten. One, four, five, six, and twelve. Home with two, three, six, twelve, and thirteen. Yeah, fifty bucks. It's about seven percent. So, um, why didn't you just say field, 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 field? No, I didn't think Ice Bath could win the last. Okay. Yeah. Um, my best today is going to be Cryderis, and my best value is Gen Rules. What about yourself? Uh, my best value is Gen Rules. So we've both gone the same there. And my best bet of the day is Race Eight, Number Five, Hilo. Excellent. Um, have you had a ch- you? Found one for us in Queensland, I believe. I found a couple for you in Queensland. I yep. don't like to let the punters down, as you know. I know. Uh, Daggy. I, I've often said that about you. Actually, Daggy, before we do that, yep. happy birthday. Thanks, mate. I forgot. Yeah. Don't look yeah. a day over 60, do I? It's good. No, you're doing well. Take up punning. It's good for your health. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Go What's right. going on? Yeah, no. Beers tonight. I might be hungover for Cox Plate Day, but that's fine. That's right. Plenty more. So there we go. Yeah. Where that comes from. And um, yeah, no. Going all right. Very good, mate. Been spoiled. Kids have been good. So, yeah. Hopefully you're back Thank a you. few winners for your birthday tomorrow. I hope so. Um, what have you got for us in Queensland? Queensland, I've got race three, number two, Ziemba. Around the $3-ish mark. 
And then in race eight, number 12, Space Boy. Space Boy's up there. Yeah, $3.30. Nice. Thousand. Um, it's a good race. It's yeah, got, yeah. Um, Who's riding it? Uh, Stephanie Thornton. Oh, yeah, no problem. Cool. So, gate three, we'll ping to the front. A couple of decent horses. Socks are gone. Jemmy Lady, Rockbeat, uh, to chase. But I think this will be too speedy. Very good. Uh, the first two favourites will win in Adelaide. They're a bit short. So, race six trip, uh, I think, oh, that for was me. A good win last yeah, night. Todd Pannell and David Jolly. So, I'm keen to to have a play there over in Adelaide. So, that sums what up race? At, uh, race six. About 350. Uh, race three. Race, race six, number five. Let's have a look. I think. No. No, what wrong race? It's around somewhere, but I'm saying no. What are you talking about? What race? Jeez. Talk amongst yourselves, everyone. You got all excited because it was your birthday. Uh, maybe it's race seven. No. Well, it might not even be racing. It might be in today at Gawler. Anyway, no, whoever it is. Race 8. Oh, race 8. Cool. Race 8, oh, number 5 trip at $3.50 mark. There we go. Yeah, it'd be hard to beat. It'll go straight to the front. Yep. It'll give him something to chase. Fantastic. Good on you, mate. Um, good luck tomorrow. Enjoy your yes. uh, your punters club. Enjoy your birthday tonight, mate. I will. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, follow, jump on Progret Racing and uh, give us some feedback on Facebook. You can find both Progret Racing and Chelsea Tips on Facebook. Uh, if you want to, like I said, once we get into these uh, long waffle fests, you can f- find us on Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, and listen in the car or in the shower or while making dinner or all those things at once. And um, good luck tomorrow. Big weekend of racing, and we'll catch you next week. Ciao for now.